0: Welcome to Southern Man Western Town. I'm your host, Jeff Lawrence. Tune in each week as we bring you artists and entertainers from all over the globe. I'll bring you exciting interviews, I'll bring you their music and all the links to catch up with all your favorite artists. You will discover new artists and you will hear from artists that you already love. Please like, subscribe, and follow wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for being here with us at Southern Man, Western Town. Everybody, it's been a few weeks since you've heard from Southern Man Western Town Podcast and me, Jeff Lawrence. I haven't had anybody really I don't think anybody noticed <laughs> that I haven't been recording these, or at least nobody said anything. <laughs> so it kind of brings me to the next point. So I, like I said I committed to doing a hundred of these shows and I'm close to being there. It's like 96, 97. So I'm going to try to finish it out. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm just going to finish it out with uh, just myself, just like I did starting them out and talking to myself about stuff. Might as well. I thought about having a few guests, had a few guests lined up, and I've kind of just put it off. Um, the podcast was doing pretty well during pandemic um, times when everybody was kind of stuck home looking for stuff to listen to and things. <clears throat> and it was the guests were all at home quarantined. And, uh, but it, you know, the it, it kind of peaked out around, uh, when Taylor from Royal Bliss was on, like the highest episode. Um, kind of peaked out around then and then kind of, kind of fizzled. Not really fizzled out. I still have listeners, but not as many, not enough to keep this going. I mean, I could try to keep, if this is all I did, like if I didn't have anything else to do, or if, or at least not that much else left to do, or if, what am I? fucking trying to say what else to do i could uh put more into this you know if i had more sponsors i could get but you know i don't know where i want to go with it i'm probably just gonna fold the podcast up after 100 episodes or i may just change the format of it what i'm thinking on doing is doing it on youtube and anchor where i do it at now so you can listen to it on spotify and stuff still but also, on YouTube, and then I'm gonna do a more of a guitar theory podcast, which will be more just for guitar players and maybe bass players to watch and listen to because I think I have a lot to uh, show in that realm. I know there is other guitar guitar theory podcast for sure um and i listen to a few of them i don't a lot of them either are just too boring and they, we may find out that mine will be too we'll just have to see how it goes but i think that's where i'm gonna probably go with it i don't know if i'm gonna change the name of the podcast i haven't figured that out yet i think if i do it'll actually change the name of the all the 100 episodes i already have out so I, i'm not sure how i'm gonna i gotta figure all that part of it out but i don't have a lot of time anymore i'm playing shows pretty much every weekend in the summer, or I'm going camping with my family, one or the other. I'm not going to be around much. I normally did these on Sunday mornings. And uh, so, that's about the state of the podcast, where it's at. And uh, you know, it's, it's it didn't, I don't know, there's a lot of reasons why it didn't do well, or didn't do as well as I expected it to. In a lot of ways, it did better than I expected it to, because I didn't really expect anything at first like i said i started this podcast the day after christmas when it was snowing and i was talking to myself in my truck it was the first episode so surprisingly and that did that episode did pretty well i don't know why um anyway it started out i was talking about trucking and politics and pro wrestling and music and it kind of just morphed into just music and i had all kinds of people you know i've done like 90-something conversations, probably, with uh, musicians, there's something around there, and uh the thing is, I don't, you know, people, I guess there's a reason why pe- some of the people are unknown musicians, or not unknown, I wouldn't say unknown musicians, just lesser known musicians are, like, lo- you know, unknown in their local area, or uh, there's some, there's, I guess there's a reason for that, so there's not a lot of, I don't have a lot of people listening to that, because it doesn't, You know, it's just, they're not famous people. But then on the flip side of that, if I had famous people on, what would I ask them? There's already, you know, there's already Mark Maron's podcast, Dean Del Rey's, Eddie Trunks, all these other podcasts where they're interviewing famous musicians and other people. So, I mean, I wouldn't be asking them anything that they didn't already, they haven't already been asked a thousand times, I mean. You know, I did, for instance, I mean, I would, for some crazy reason, I was able—if I was some crazy reason able to get Paul Stanley from Kiss, or Ace freely from the band Kiss on. What am I going to ask him? Well, are you guys ever going to get back together? I mean, they get asked that every day, seventy-five times. They, everybody knows the story. Everybody knows every single thing that happened. There's like twenty-five Kiss podcasts out there, so I mean, there's not a lot of things, to, you know, places to go with that and uh so i'm probably going to you know and a lot of it may be me i'm not i'm not a you know i had i did have a radio show once for like three months and i could have kept it going but it was the same situation there was a small station in southern utah right there at the tip of arizona utah and uh nevada and what? what you know i didn't have a lot of listeners there either because they just just sweating that station was didn't go out to that many places so i had a little experience but i'm not i'm not a professional podcast host i mean you guys already know that by listening to this so i can't i didn't uh that might be part of the reason i'm boring i suck whatever um i'm not gonna blame it on the guests there there has been a few guests i'm sure no one really a lot of people don't care about them. I mean, you look on their instagram and stuff they got two or 300 followers you know they're not doing their own promotion and i've and and i've done the same thing here when i've had them on the show I, they didn't even bother to share the show with any of their people so i mean they don't, they don't you know and a lot of people have laughed at all like i had somebody last week oh you you oh I i know you from the little podcast you know, when they say stuff like that, I don't I don't need that shit. I'm not making money at this shit. I'm trying to help the artist. I ain't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to help me. What good has this podcast done me other than just me and I enjoyed it for a while? And actually, I don't, I haven't really enjoyed it the last 10 times or so. So I haven't just, just kind of haven't been doing it. And uh, I did enjoy it a lot at first. And, you know, I've been told I was good at it by a few people, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just it's it's just the format's kind of out there already. A lot of people are doing it. I don't think a lot of people are doing it the way I'm doing it with a uh, relatively unknown musicians. But some, I'm sure some are, and it's just a hard road, isn't it? It's a hard thing to sell. Um, even though I've had some very 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 talented people on the show, I really have, like Terrence Hansen. I mean, it's not it doesn't get any more talented than him i've had rich wyman on uh you know tommy stewart tom matthews all these different people um new album they're a great band but you know just not a lot of like i said not a lot of response not anybody willing to sponsor people people just look at it as a little stupid thing i do um i can't a lot of the local people in utah here where i live won't even bother even they they can't even take the time out to call 10 minutes into a show and and even try to get any more fans than they have, so... I'm not going to call out those bands, but they know who they are. Utah's a fucked up place for music anyway. It's just that the music scene's always been really fucked up here. You can get uh, you can get gigs here, but it's a lot of... It's, it's, it, it's a lot that way in a lot of communities. You just, it's just who you know and how many people you can bring in to drink beer. and Talent, it's not based on talent in the least bit... I'm not saying the people that get gigs aren't talented, but because there is there's guys like Terrence Hanson, like I said, I mentioned earlier, he's probably the most, uh, he's probably, I mean, he's one of the best guitarists in the world, but, and he's steadily booked, so and he did it right, and the people that book him know it, and he, he's a, that's a, you can't really deny it, but when you come down to a couple other bands, I won't even mention, they get, they just have a lot of friends that drink a lot of beer, and they, up with the bar owners, and that's how they, and that's how they get, I mean, you can't really blame anybody in that situation, I mean, the the band that's playing or you know, they they shouldn't turn down the gig, and the bar owner's happy that there's people coming and drinking beer, and the people of the band's friends are happy they get to see their friend's band play, but it's not helping the com- the music community at large as a whole um but anyway so that's kind of where we're at with the state of the podcast i'm going to kind of move on this isn't going to be a full episode but it's just going to be me bullshitting so a little bit about what i've been doing i uh over the weekend i did a wedding with the salt rock with a band called salt rock city i felt i filled in with their for their guitarist who was i'm assuming was out of town um but it was fun. It was uh, we did a wedding up in Morgan, Utah. A beautiful area up in the mountains. The weather was nice. Uh, nice little wedding. We I learned a lot of songs I'd never played before. Um, worked hard on it and got paid good. it was it was nice. So there's they're a good band. Um, and you know I'm still playing with JD and the Brass Saddle Band. We have our ne- my next gig is with them, which is at the Ogden Market up in Ogden, Utah. Here it's like a little market. They closed down. Them. What they call Historic 25th Street. It's kind of like the street where all the bars and kind of cool little shops and stuff are. And I'm going to be playing with them two Saturdays from now. I believe it is July 10th. And it's during the day sometime. I want to say, its I I really don't know the exact time. I want to say it's around 2 p.m. But I'll get get you that info because I don't know it myself. So I have, a few, I have a lot of gigs with them coming up all the way through November. I've got one gig, com, uh, I think, coming up with uh, Gary Drano and, uh, Drano and the Manic Emotions. That's going to be at West Jordan Farmer's Market. I think that's in October. That's on down the road. And then my own band, uh, which I'm calling Jeff Lawrence and Warhorse again when I do the rock stuff. I have a couple of things in August. And then uh, the J-Law Trio is kind of more of my softer jazz kind of thing. We we got some stuff in, in August too, in September and stuff. Playing a couple of fairs, the Morgan County Fair and the Salt Lake Fair with uh, J.D. and the Brass Saddle Band doing the country thing. And they anyway, I think J.D. just got sponsored by Golden Beverage. I don't know a lot about this deal. I, just, I should. I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. We haven't been rehearsing um, for a couple of weeks. He's been out of town, but Apparently, we have a sponsor now, so I want to check into that and find out more about that. It's pretty cool. Um, and let's see what else is going on. That's about it. It's gig. Well, you can always go to um, the J S Lawrence, com to find out anywhere that I'm playing at. All my dates are on there. I have a Facebook page, which is uh, Jeff S. Lawrence, but you can go... There's a page I, I made... A long time ago, it's just when I was had my own band and was selling t-shirts and stuff. It was Jeff Lawrence, pro guitarist, tour dates, and I think it's tour dates and merchandise or tour dates and music store or something that was selling guitars. But you can find out on Facebook too, but I'm not on there a lot. I get, you know, the Facebook is, I don't know, I'm, I'm better off without it, I feel. I have to use it as a promotional tool Especially for doing this show, if I if I continue to do it and and things like that, but it just doesn't. Uh, I don't know. It's not a. I just feel like I get a lot of negative vibes from it. End up arguing with stupid people in there. Somebody will say something against the LGBTQ community, and I'll argue with them. And then, you uh, know, or somebody will say something pro Trump, and I'll usually argue with them on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, even Instagram, sometimes, I got to erase a comment today, I was, I was about to start arguing with someone about music theory, they were like, posted a picture, man, I'm really feeling the solo, and I, and I probably shouldn't have said anything, but I'm like, well, if you, when you know you, and I didn't even know if they knew music theory, I put it, when you know music theory, you can always feel the solo, and they go, nope, music's all feeling, well, I hate to burst anybody's bubble that thinks music's all feeling, but that's bull uh, shit. When you play, like if you, if you fill a C chord, guess what? Somebody, somebody came up with that C chord using mathematical equations years and years and years ago, like a C and E and a G is a C chord. There's a reason why that works. And it ain't got shit to do with feeling. If you want to play with feeling, just untune your guitar. Don't even tune the guitar to E A D G B and E. Just tune it any old way you think of, and then just come up with some shit. Then you'd be playing just with feeling, which that's what pretty much what the edge from U two does. So you got to give him props for that. But yeah, it's just bullshit. And the music's all every chord and every scale. Is already there. You I mean, if you're if you're feeling it, you're still feeling. It. The only reason you feels right to you right then is because you hit the right scale at the right time, and the right notes. If you already knew the shit, you'd already, you'd be able to do it a lot more often. Trust me on that. But if you want to continue to think that you're just feeling it all, and somebody just felt that C chord all them years ago, whatever you want to think, man, whatever you want to think, but you would be wrong. um so, but yeah, I had to go back and erase my comment. I just don't feel like fucking arguing with people. I'm sick of it. If I when I do argue with people, it's generally on Twitter because it just seems to be. I wouldn't say more civil. It was just I don't know. It Doesn't seem to be as. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is really. Just, I don't. But I don't get as much of a negative vibe on there. So that's kind of where that is, and. What else is going on? I'm not gonna, do I wanna talk about politics? Not really, I really don't. Um, Not a whole lot going on. I mean, it seems like everything's kind of bouncing back from the pandemic. Everything's, you know, definitely uh, the music scenes are, um, I've got more gigs than I've ever had. I think that's definitely direct correlation to the, I mean, nobody playing anywhere for a year, and all of a sudden everybody wants to play places. So that's good. So hope everybody's safe and everything out there. And uh, like I said, that's the state of the podcast earlier I was talking about. That's probably what direction I'm going to go in. So if you're listening to this for the guitar interviews and the music interviews, most likely going to, I still may have one here and there, most likely this is going to turn into more of a technical guitar theory type guitar podcast. So I'm sure I'll lose a lot of listeners on that, but I might gain some too. And it's going to be over on my YouTube channel, which is uh, Jeff Lawrence Lessons over on YouTube. That's my and, uh, so just YouTube.com slash Jeff Lawrence Lessons. Um, so I will be trying to get that up um, soon. I, I'm not. I don't know when I'm going to have time to do the first one. And I, like I said, I may finish out these hundred episodes of this show, Southern Man, Western Town. And just create a whole another another name and everything for that podcast. Or may just keep it the way it is. So we'll see. And uh, so like I said, you can always listen to all my music on Spotify, iTunes. Just, you can look up JS Lawrence. That's where most of my jazz stuff is. You can look up Jeff Lawrence. That's where the country and the rock and the classical stuff is. But... Yeah, when you when you look up Jeff Lawrence on Spotify and iTunes and stuff, there's a lot of damn musicians named Jeff Lawrence. That's why I changed it to JS Lawrence, but you could still fire me. And then there's, I had one album under Jeff Lawrence and War Horse that a lot of people, a lot of people think that's my best work, but it's really just an EP, is like six songs. I was planning on doing a part two to it, I just never did, but hell, I may do that, I haven't recorded any music. I've only recorded one song that didn't even get released. I released it on the podcast, but I haven't released it anywhere else because the guy that owns the rights to the main part of the song, for some reason, don't have time to release it. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. Anyway, uh, but I may record a new album. It's been, been four or five years since I put out one. I think four. So it's about that time. I should start put I may put one out around Christmas time. And I'm trying to decide what uh what genre that will be. i will probably think of going kind of back where I used to be, like we're kinda of like a Joe Satriani type style, but without all the whammy bar stuff. Tends to be where I kind of excel at. Anyway, hopefully this weekend I'm heading up to Lava Hot Springs in Idaho to do some camping. Next week, like I said, playing live with JD and a brass saddle band over at the Ogden Market. If you get a chance to go to the Ogden City Market, you'll enjoy it. It's a long stretch of, you know, flea market type stuff we used to call it down south. They don't really call flea markets here, and they're like swap meets here. It's really not even that. It's just, you know, there'll be a kettle corn stand. Uh, coffee stand and people selling clothes jewelry all that kind of stuff but if you get a chance come out there you'll see us play there anyway that's about it for today like like i said i showed you where uh, i told you where you could get all my music at and everything and you know you know the deal and i hope to see you out at one of the shows and it's gonna that's gonna do it for today and uh, i made You know, I did about three shows kind of explaining how I got into the music business and how it started, how my kind of deal started. I may finish up that on the last couple of shows. Um, For those who may be interested, I didn't, you know, maybe. We'll see how it goes. But we'll talk to you soon. Be safe. So a quick update. Um, I was going to end the podcast with what you already heard, but... There has been a change since then. I am no longer playing with JD and the Ass Saddle Band, I mean the Brass Saddle Band. They uh, had me come to practice Tuesday and uh, later that night they texted me and said, the chemistry isn't there, which is exactly the same exact message I got from Doug Lane when they (laughs) booted me out of the band there. Only two. There's a lot in common with these two bands. But they they're they're friends with each other for one. But for two, they're both fat white dudes and play shitty country music. And both are uh, Trump supporters. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I didn't say anything. Um, you know, I I make, I made it a point not to say anything to piss anybody off which i don't think i did and i don't really I, i'm actually i went the other direction on both of these situations where i just didn't talk at all and that may have been my uh, detriment to me because uh that might have been what where the lack of chemistry they thought i don't understand the whole chemistry thing i mean i know what it means when you're playing with someone and you have a chemistry and it just really clicks but I don't I didn't see it with these two bands because I just didn't look at it that way I was kind of a hired gun. I was just looking at getting a check which I wasn't getting worth a fuck money with these guys anyway but but I didn't see any chemistry with the rest of the band and the, <clears throat> with the, each other either so I don't know what they're seeing and I'm not seeing but they can be like Jaegertown if they want like that that's the you know I left Jaegertown there on their 7th guitarist now they can't keep a guitar player and these these guys won't either. Doug Lane's on his three or four guitar player. I don't know how many JD's had. I do like JD's music a little more than Doug's, but um, Doug actually had some uh, good music on his first record, but it was more folky. Um, JD's music's okay. It's just there. there's no hit songs there. He, he's not going to make it anywhere. He's just going to be a guy that plays around the Mountain West and makes shit money. I mean, there's these were like $40 a gig. These are the less money I've ever made. Uh, playing music but so i went to having a lot of gigs to not many gigs now now i'm back with just my own band again which we're which i have five or six gigs booked with my own band which is good with me um i'll miss playing at the fairs and stuff like that i always enjoy that kind of thing but oh well that's the way the cookie crumbles and of course they blocked me on uh Facebook and all that—they're all nutless people, man. They don't have the—that's the, the thing about all these fucking hard-ass country guys. They're—they're they're thin-skinned people. They have to text message me instead of telling me to my face anything. And, they, they, and then they block me so they don't have to hear from me again, which they ain't gonna hear from me again anyway. Fuck them, you know. I don't need that. I don't need to make forty dollars a gig. I was just kind of doing it <clears throat> just. I guess to stay relevant in that world, but I don't, you know, how relevant am I going to be? You have to ask yourself at some point, which I was going to even bring this up, which they probably would have fired me afterwards anyway. I was going to say, like, you have to ask yourself, as a musician at some point, why am I doing this? Why am I in this current situation? And there's only three reasons why you're doing it. You're either you're doing it for the money you're doing it or you're doing it too because you think you're going to make it somewhere big or you're doing it for just for the fun of it. Sometimes I'll, when all three of those things come together then then it's a good thing. It rarely does. I haven't done music for the fun of it since I was fucking 23 years old or something. Um, I, I still have, I don't know if you'd call it fun. I don't know what you'd, call it I, I i don't even know why i'm doing it anymore sometimes i have i enjoy doing it just creating the art but i don't know if i consider it fun you know i'm not laughing and shit and i don't and the camaraderie i don't really get most of the time but i don't really have a lot in common with a lot of the people i end up playing with so I don't, I don't really have a lot of deep conversations with people that are religious and trump supporter kind of people and stuff like that so i don't try not to get into it which maybe makes me come off aloof somewhat. But, you know, but in in all these situations, I don't, you know, they're in that situation on those three topics, they're not gonna make it anywhere. I can, I mean, I would bet my life on it. (laughs) JD and the brass settle band is not going anywhere. Their music's not that great and they're very unprofessional on stage. Same thing, Doug Lane, same thing, he's not going anywhere, his music stays, he's just not that great of a singer, he's not that great of a songwriter. You have to have some hit songs at some point. Same thing with Jaegertown. Jaegertown was a great entertaining band and drew a lot of crowd, but there's not a hit song on any of their albums. And I think if there was, they would have already done it by now, once they haven't, they've already lost their violinist Liz and they had to sell their bus. So, but anyway, in those situations, in the last situation with the ass saddle band, I mean the brass saddle band, I wasn't uh, making really any money, you know, a little bit, not much. They're not going anywhere, and I was having okay fun. I mean, I I guess I was having a little bit of fun playing with those guys, because I just didn't have a lot of pressure to show up and play, but that's kind of my update of where i'm at it's because uh in the first part of this show you're going to hear me talk about that i have gigs with these guys and then i just found out that i don't have gigs with these guys and i do have to change it on my website if you go on my website ignore anything that says i'm playing with jd and the ass saddle band i mean the brass saddle band all right and uh talk to you on the next show